0: Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis.
1: All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for Wednesday, November 9th, as the Flyers are coming off perhaps their most impressive victory of the season. I don't even know if I would say perhaps. I think that is definitely their most impressive victory of the season. Not because they beat a good team. Look, they've beat Florida already this year, they've beaten some good teams, but it's the way they beat them. They wasn't so reliant on unbelievable goaltending by Carter Hart. They get their first win in a game that Carter Hart doesn't start. He couldn't go yesterday because of illness. That put Felix Sandstrom into the starting lineup for the first time this season on a non-back-to-back. Got a team that's coming in in St. Louis that's really struggling. They came into the game having lost seven straight, the second lowest points percentage in the NHL. Played the night before and lost 3-1 to to the Boston Bruins. They're coming into your building on a back-to-back, both on the road, and you're coming into that game rested, having not played since the weekend. And the Flyers went out and they took care of business. Now, sometimes teams in that St. Louis situation are dangerous because of the element of human nature not taking them as seriously as an opponent that's playing well, or a team at the top of the standings. And that's where you can get bitten by a team that's struggling or a team that has not gotten off to a good start to a season. Flyers didn't let that happen. They shot out, outshot the Blues in the first period 18 to 10. They didn't have anything to show for it on the scoreboard, but they came out in the second period and three second period goals, including one in the final minute, and played a really, really good period of hockey. Yet again, another resilient period. First goal comes midway through the game, 10-11. Wade Allison. You're going to hear John Tortorella talk about this in a moment. On a set play in the offensive zone. To so the set play, you see this play quite a bit. You win the draw, and your strong side winger moves out and rotates out to center point with the puck. He comes in behind the center on the one draw. Comes out. This is Joel Farabee. He comes out high middle. It causes a decision for the opposition. Does the winger that lined up on the faceoff next to Farabee or the center come out with them as he tries to suck the defense out, or do they leave that as a soft area? In this case, they left it as a soft area. The problem was is they didn't read the play. The play then, the the left on this situation, because it's on the left side of the ice, the left defenseman then jumps down the wall. And because the Blues don't read it, that's Ivan Provorov. He goes right down the wall. Through that seam, because they're not challenging Faraby, he puts a perfect pass on the tape to Ivan Provorov, who's coming down the left side. Now it's a simple two-on-one play down low because Wade Allison, the right winger, after the draw knows the set play they're trying to accomplish. What he does is he ties his man up to prevent him from coming in and trying to win the faceoff, gain possession for the defending team. Then he peels off and goes right to the far post. And that's the pass, right across net front, from Ivan Provorov, right to Wade Allison, goal. Perfectly executed play off the faceoff. Flyers go up 1-0. Then at sixteen thirty-seven, Travis Konechny on a great 2-on-2 rush attempt by the Flyers. Owen Tippett has the puck going up, kind of the middle of the ice, but on the right side for this play purpose. And he dishes the puck to Travis Konechny, who's on his left side. Tippett doesn't wait for Konechny to cross in front of him. What he does then, from the top of the circle when he makes the pass, is drive to the net to the inside post. The post on the side, the left side, where Konechny's coming from, therefore sucking the defenseman down, allowing Konechny to have more space, and also creating a cross screen with both the defender from St. Louis Blues and himself, Konechny reads it and goes high blocker on that side. Fools Thomas Grice. Flyers go up 2-0. Then Noah Cates. Then the final goal of the second period. And the reason why I love this period so much is they're scored in different ways. Set play for Wade Allison's goal. 2-1-2 rush attempt where the man who distributed the puck, Owen Tippett, drives the defense back and Connecty reads it properly. Then on the final goal of the period, this is great hockey awareness. The, the goal happens at 19.57. The play begins with about eight seconds left in the period, 1952, when the St. Louis Blues turn over the puck just inside their blue line. They turn it over to Scott Lawton. Lawton's got awareness. He knows he's got the internal clock and the game awareness. I don't have a lot of time. But the real read here comes from Travis Sanheim, who knows the other team is not going to go 160 feet down the other end and get a scoring chance. So he sells out his defensive position and goes darting toward the dot on the right side. That opens up the seam pass from, Travis, or from Scott Lawton to Travis Sanheim, Cates reads it. He's crashing the far post. Pass to Cates. Goal. That is a beautiful play. And that is hockey awareness. Being into the game mentally. Knowing the game situation and the clock situation. And taking advantage of it. And it's a backbreaker for the St. Louis Blues. St. Louis comes out in the third period. They get a goal. They make it 3-1 at 522. And a real nice down low play uh, with Barbashev, Nick Letty, and Ryan O'Reilly. But the Flyers then answer A minute 22 later at 644, when Lucas Sedlak sets up on the side of the net, makes a really nice play, is able to put it by Thomas Grice. Cates with an assist there. Sealer with an assist. Flyers go back up 4-1, and then late in the game, 19-21, goaltender still in. Owen Tippett, beautiful shot. Grice gets some of it, not enough of it. It ends up trickling in. And the Flyers get a five-one win. Konechny, multi-point performance in the game. Noah Cates a goal and an assist. I think those are real big points for him. And good performance stem to stern by the Flyers. They outshoot the opponent thirty-five to twenty-eight. Just did a lot of little things well and played the key moments of the game very well. There's going to be po- points in games when you don't have momentum or you're not the team carrying play. But there's key points in games that are really important. And I thought they really took care of business in the key points in games. Now, with Hart not being able to go, and all of a sudden Sandstrom called into duty, the goaltender's job in this spot is to make all the saves you're supposed to make and make a couple that you're not supposed to make. He did his job perfectly. And after many tries in disadvantageous positions, second half of a back-to-back and those kind of spots, for Felix Sandstrom, he finally gets his first NHL win. I had a chance to catch up with Felix after the game, and you could not wipe the smile off his face. Here's my conversation with the Flyers goaltender after his first NHL We're win. Or with Felix Sandstrom post game. First of all, congratulations, first NHL win. That's a big one. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's an uh, unbelievable feeling. It's, uh, the guys did a great job in front of me, and blocking shots and all that. It was a great home game. Yeah, it's fun. For you, at times it doesn't feel like that's ever going to come. This journey of goaltending. There's only one net. You're fighting for one crease. Can you encapsulate what it means to finally do this at the NHL level? I mean, it uh, makes all the all the work worth it, all the effort. I mean, it motivates you to keep working and it's keep
0: battling in all the practices and all that, and keep getting better. So it's great team effort, as I said,
1: and guys helped me get my first there. Uh, let's talk about the game because. A goaltender needs to make the saves he's supposed to and make a few he's not supposed to. You did exactly that in the game. You mentioned you keep mentioning the guys in front of you and the structure. Has the structure been more predictable for you as a goalie? Yeah, I think we I think we play defensively like really well. We've been doing that a lot of games. It's, uh, it's something that helps us get the, get these wins. I mean,
0: uh, get a couple goals to uh, to get the lead and be strong enough to
1: uh, keep battling and not give them that much chance so uh, it's uh the structure feels real good for me too. Let let me ask you in the first period um, you compete your ass off did you get a blocker on the one where you have to come back across to your right from your glove side to your left to your blocker side? (laughs) Be honest I I don't know if you did or not I couldn't tell. No I I didn't feel that much though. You influenced it it at least. No I was uh We'll see on the video. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> Felix, do that. Felix, congratulations. I'm really happy for you. You seem elated. Congratulations on the win. Best of luck coming up this week. Thank you very much. Thanks to Felix Anstrom for taking the time. To discuss the win after the game. Flyers get a very big 5-1 win. They'll go into Columbus, the 32nd ranked team in the NHL in points percentage. The Blues going into that game, 31st in the NHL. The Columbus Blue Jackets tomorrow night in Columbus. 32nd ranked. Another opportunity for the Flyers to keep building on not only their play, their record, but the identity of the team. We're starting to see some identity being formed with this group for sure. I talked to Justin Braun about that last night in between the first and second period. A guy that's been around a long time. The seeds of identity. They have to be watered and grown. They can't just be deemed. You can't just say, we're hard to play against and have it be true. You have to get the moniker of being hard to play against by being hard to play against. Flyers are starting to do those things. Uh, let's hear from the head coach, John Tortorella. He met, uh, addressed the media after the game, liked what he saw. Here's what the head coach had to say about the performance.
0: Did this feel like one of the most, if not the most, complete effort kind of up and down the lineup that we've seen?
1: Yeah, I think it
0: starts. I think we had a really good start. Um, we talked about our start. This team's coming in in a back-to-back um. Uh, I thought their goalie made some really key saves early on. Uh, yeah, I thought we put a lot of good minutes in on our heels a little bit in the third. I think the fourth goal is a very important goal because we were on our heels. When you know Kate's goal, he says he didn't get the attention, but from an all-around standpoint, was this maybe the best game he's had this season as far as the, Kate's Kate, the defensive plays? Plus yeah, I, again, like I, I have to watch the I have to watch the tape. Uh, I think everybody contributed. Uh, I thought we checked well. Uh, other than for a few minutes here and there, I, I thought it was one of our better checking games. So, to single out Casey, I'm not going to do it. I, I've, I've, I've got to watch the tape before I start making individual assessments. So
1: I know you, you like the, the start, but I guess how reassuring was it that you guys didn't sag after not necessarily being rewarded early and then finally break through midway through the yeah, season? Yeah,
0: and I, I think it's something that you, uh, you you can lean on as you go through that again, because it. It, we were getting some good chances, some really good looks, and, uh, yeah, I, I just thought we stayed with it. The only, you know, the, it happens to all the teams when you, uh, I thought the start of the third was very important, the four-on-four in four the penalty kill. Uh, but, you know, we, we end up sitting on our heels a little bit, and all teams do it when you have that lead. I just like the way we responded, uh, you know, a- after they scored their first one. Obviously, the fourth a big goal. But then I thought we checked. We were smart. Uh, we just played a simple game, blue line to blue line. Uh, I, I, I just liked the way we we were as a team, just trying to stay within our concept.
1: Yeah, I, I know you don't like that Carter was, was sick, but was it nice that Fields could play without a fatigued team? Maybe in front of me, played the back end of all three games.
0: Yeah, I, you know, Sandy's given us some good minutes. He hasn't found a way to win. Uh, we, we gave him some run support tonight. Uh, he made some big saves uh, when the game was still, uh, who knows where it was going to go. Uh, he's worked hard. Uh, and and I, I think the guy's, have, I, that's, I'm, I'm happy for him because he gets a result. And uh, he made a couple of key saves at key times. It's a five to one game. But when you goalie, he, he makes a couple of key saves. You never know where it turns to if, if those pucks go in. At what point in the day did you realize Carter wasn't going to be available for you? Uh, he was sick this morning. We sent him home right away. Uh, wanted him to nap and, and give him the afternoon to see if he felt better. But we kind of had an indication that uh, he wasn't going to be, be able to go this morning. Is he going to your... be able to make the trip with you? I have no idea. John, one of the points to... of emphasis of your camp was kind of the conditioning side of things, being able to have legs in the latter parts of the game. Are you seeing
1: at this stage of the season kind of more consistency in that area? Yeah, we're
0: in shape. I mean, we're in shape. It's just a matter of uh, the will just to keep playing hard. And I, and I I think our guys, for the most part, through these first 12 games have have worked hard through the games. I think we make it harder for ourselves uh, at certain times as we've gone through it. Tonight was a game where, you know, I, I, I think St. Louis might be a little tired, but I'm not going to take away any credit from our team. I thought we played a really good team game tonight. And, uh, you know, Sandy makes some key saves, but I don't think we uh, relied on the goaltending to get us through a game. Uh, I thought I thought everybody contributed. You talked about your checking game and how good it was. Are the little plays on the goals like McEwen working along the wall on that fourth goal? That's what the game's about. But I guess the question is, Getting rewarded for those plays, does that really kind of build that confidence to keep playing that way game after game after game? Yeah, I I, I think we've I think we've received a lot of good minutes the past couple of games from our the mid part of our lineup. Uh, And and it's just it's the it's the it's the wall play. It's uh, being smart at the blue lines. I thought our tracking was really good tonight as far as not giving them odd man rushes. And it's come it's come from a lot of our guys that we really don't talk about a lot. So. That's a really, a really good thing for the team.
1: You've said in the past that it can be easier in this league to play from behind than it is to play with the league. What was the difference? What, what was the team's mentality and approach to be able to sustain that lead? Throw?
0: Yeah, we we struggled with it uh, when we a, after we went through the four and four penalty kill. They, they you know, they, they ended up at the end of that power play. G- they gained a couple of shots, and then I thought we struggled with it for a little bit. Um, all teams go through it. Uh, when we when we come back and score the fourth goal right away, I, I think it just relaxes us and then we just we just talked about checking yeah, we, we we just talked about making simple plays, uh not trying to do too much and uh, you know when you have some success when you when you're checking and you're doing that stuff with the lead, uh just like when we talked about when we've we've come back in games, you can lean on that stuff as you go through a long year so uh, lots of things to work on uh. Uh, but um, the past couple of games, I think it's probably been, uh, out of all the games of the first dozen, probably two of our games where we've played as a team and haven't depended on just one or two guys, especially our goaltenders. So, you know, maybe we're taking steps in the right direction.
1: You yeah, some more criticism more. for Rasmus. Of course, you said yesterday he wasn't playing your style of
0: play. Yeah. How do you think you responded tonight? Yeah, I got to watch his game. Uh, I, 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 I know Shazzy spent some time with him today, this morning about his legs, I, I, I know that he moved his legs better. I thought he made some, uh, some good outlet passes, if I remember correctly. But again, I, I'm, I'm not smart enough, or I'm not aware enough to, to give individual assessments. I, but you know, he uh, blocked a couple, I know he blocked a couple of shots in one shift uh, on both sides of the ice. So we'll watch the tape and see where it's at. How important was it that you weren't
1: just getting guys going in there, but actually stopping at in there?
0: Yeah, that's how you're going to score goals, and uh, uh, that that's the type of play Al- Allison's have to make, the Max and all those guys, they have to make, and a uh, nice face-off play on Allie's goal. Uh, yeah, you know, you, you win 5-1, to one, you've done some good things right, you know. I, I, I just, uh, uh, you know, as a coach, you're, you're thinking about the next game already. I just want us working on other things, and... And uh, just staying within ourselves and continue to try to play our team game. John
1: Twitterella asked about Rasmus in there, who got back into the lineup. And doesn't give a lot of specifics on individual players until he sees the tape. But Ristelainen did have a couple of really key blocks at a key moment in the game. Sprawled out for one on what was a surefire goal after a really good play to the middle of the ice late in the first period. So Risto, uh, I think his best performance of the year by far. So, Flyers back at it tomorrow against the Columbus Blue Jackets. We'll preview it coming up tomorrow as well. So join us then on a brand new episode of Flyers Daily. Enjoy the win everybody.
0: Well, I can't quit you baby. Put you down for a little while. Oh, I can't quit you baby you down for a little while Oh, you broke up my happy home, babe My military don't child